Good evening, brothers and sisters. This is SK McQuaid. Stepping into the moonlight. Coming at you from Wade Enterprise. So, the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about some hard issues and everything. About philosophical beliefs, points of view, and as always, perspectives. This episode, I want to focus in on the interview. Who are you? And what does you stand for? So tune in, check it out, see what we got. So when coming to the realization that the persona that we seek to either impose on the outside world or allow the outside world to impose on our self-esteem, we form these masks, we form these personas, we form these ideals of society and what is proper to either influence or maintain an awareness and standing within that same society. You know, we also tend to enable a value system on these same misconstrued ideas. And what I really mean is, like, just think for day to day. Like, for, for instance, the clothes you wear to work versus the clothes you wear on a day in, stay on the couch and being a homebody, or the outfit and attire and overall sense of presence that is donned for the purpose of having an elegant evening or one that entails camaraderie but in the posh sense you know so like well what is the difference between all these various personas the one that must be sophisticated and elegant for a ball or some sort of event that requires those type of manners I would say even though we should all hold ourselves to a somewhat sophisticated place of being just simply because we are here we are human that knowledge and alone should allow us to have a more sophisticated view of ourselves and others at least a more rounded view that that person A is no different from me when at home versus Whereas person B flaunts that difference, it should not actually impose any ill will towards our self sense of being. And we're kind of getting all over the topic, as per usual. So, take a small break. Just sit here and think about some things. Where's the last place you went to where you knew you had to dress up? 
Did you care? Did you have expectations? Did you want to go? Things to think about. Stay tuned. We'll keep on going. When I ask, who is you? I'm really asking about the innermost you. The one no one else sees but your inner voice. The you that comes before God. The you that interacts with spirit. The you that practices whatever it is that makes you feel whole I want you to sit there with that version that aspect and I want you to ask what aligns with you in the sense that when we are persecuted or we are unjustly found outside the norm how is it that you deal with those things and where does this you find itself to be Is you far off in some whimsical thing or is it a you that is reclusive, introverted? Or is there a you that kind of stands above it all in the sense of needing and wanting a greater sense of being? Now, more often than not, I can point at several of us and say, the you is not who you are showing. More often than not, we have a facade or, as I've already mentioned, a mask or persona dedicated to certain events or happenings within life. But rarely, and I say this because it is rare, that you find a person who is unequivocally assured that they is you and you is them. In that sense, I would like to share that oftentimes... I've found myself questioning who is you to the man that I see in the mirror just because we do give off persona we do give off energy and aura and readily we find it that it is close family or close friends that will notice any change in hey are you okay or how are you doing? Or is everything alright with you? It's because they understand that the you 
that I'm talking about and the you that I keep asking us to question and seek and find within ourselves, that you is unsound, off-kilter, or even misguided by the thoughts, the whims, the programming of the day-to-day life that we choose to do that is keeping us from that direct connection to you. Too far often are we caught up in the struggle to be the next big thing, the great star, the it factor, and the trend of fame, fortune, and acknowledgement. When in reality, it is the you within all of us, the aspect that sees it all, hears it all, and influences it all. It is from this place that we realize the game is just to be played, not won or lost or fall after it as well. We're in it together. You is you, is I, is me. Things to think about, right? Where do these thoughts come from? Is the you in reference strictly something born out of lineage or perspective? Who knows? I don't know. Keep thinking on it. Furthering our discussion about who is you and where does that idea of you come from? So as we raise our kids, you know, we often think about how we were raised or how improperly we were raised and wish to do better. I ask though, what is better? What what is that sense of raising right? raising into a ideal that is different that is something that leads your legacy to not mirror you something I also think about like we, we're creatures that impose great amount of importance I keep using the word impose probably talk about that later too um, but Anyways, we are creatures that have these ideals towards legacy, towards lineage, towards the bond of ancestral heritage and what will be left behind after. I myself am also quite enamored by these prospects, these ideals. The reason why I say that is merely just because when 
We think about where we come from. What makes us who we are. Right? Not just the ideals, not just the persona, not the mask, but what is ingrained in us. What has either been taught, harshly learned, or just things that were there without us knowing they were there. These factors, I ask, what does that mean to you? Not the you that goes to the store, plays politics because you run into the deacon, or you run into so-and-so at the hair salon. Too often are we concerned about the you of yesterday. Me either making a better image or upholding the, the same glorified image, right? Well, I ask you that sits behind those masks, that sits behind those personas, what is it that has molded you? What is it that has made you, you? And in all of this, the main question is, who is that person? Who is you? The reason why these questions are so important, I feel like, to not only today, but the psychological scheme of society today. Things are changing, as in the sense of the way we function, the way we approve of certain activities, the paradigm of what is acceptable, what is appropriate, what is presentable. It is shifting in a way that you must comprehend and expound on without any kind of warning or appraisal. I find that a huge distraction to overall greater concept in societal means. And what I mean with that is really just the fact that when we piece it all together and see that society's rules or norms are a function within the ideals of you in that place and time. Now, those same ideals, those same structures, they, they last for a few generations, right? But it takes, say, a rebellious generation, a structured generation, and then a rebellious generation to maybe not overthrow, but capsize that initial fairy of ideals. Things slightly change, but all in all, we ever are ever remaining adaptive. We constantly change to the scenario presented within the environment. So it goes back. Are you a product of your environment? Or is you the controller to that environment? Things to think about. Take a pause, take a break. 
Stretch your legs. Roll your head around. Flap your arms a bit. Don't want you getting tired, right? <laughs> Alright, stick with us, folks. we got some more ideas coming at you. And as always, piecing together perspective. So as far as the whims that we have towards who we are, the values that we hold, I feel like when we look at ourselves in a sense of no one else is watching, find that we are ashamed or disgusted or avoidant undeserving or disrespected in the way that we view ourselves either by undeserved praise or unrecognized whimsy or unprovoked maliciousness there's just that we meet every day right and then how we react to these different various occasions that elicit that response either violent or emotional or unwitty or it sends us into a incoherent babble of a fit, right? Too often are we judged by these instances. And that judgment goes beyond normal means of fluidity. And now it becomes a societal impression. Are we we the impressions that we give? Are we dictated to the few interactions that we have with important figures in our life? I really don't think that that's the case. I don't think that's the way we should raise our children either. You know, let's think back to the times when it was easier, when we were kids, right? And we had that all in the world I I think that all is still there I think that all is what drives the you and all of us the reason I say that is just because look at all the things that truly do make you happy a lot of times it's like the silly things it's the little things the nuances of a good day or a family outing the subtle little laughs or even in between the bickering that we have amongst ourselves there's there's love there's laughter there's joy that spark that those feelings kindle inside of us that 
feeling of loss or not necessarily regret but knowing that we had more to give in a certain situation or that we didn't live up to our own expectations or potential I believe that spark that is you the real you the one not pressured by society the one not governed by impressions the one that's outside the realm of function and appearance the you that stands for what is right and good in your world not the whole world as a whole scheme because like it gets eventually to where you can't make everyone happy but what is it that makes you happy what is it that sits well with your soul it is in these moments and these happenings and those vibrations where you can be found I think this is important as well to pass on because we are not the childhood trauma the after effects of traumatic events in our lives we are not the shame or disrespect or betrayal that has influenced our relationships we are not the societal norms or adjustments we are the being present here and in the now and with that comes simplicity at its finest be in here be now yet also brings about all the complexities of observation Are we the observer? Are we the doer? Are we the facilitator? The manifester? The creator? Why not all of it? Why not all of it? Who is you in the greater world? Who is you in your inner world? things to think about perspectives as always I think this would be a good time for us to kind of just mellow out we'll end this episode kind of briefly compared to the last and giving us a little extra something to look forward to on the next go around Stick with us though, we'll end it off with some goodness and good vibrations. Stay in that light, stay in that love, and be kind to you, because you deserve it.
to end us out for this evening, I want you to stand up. I want you to get your feet well balanced beneath you. Have a sturdy foundation, right? And I want you to stand there, adjust your posture, hold yourself up. Hold your head to where you're looking as if you're looking straight into the mirror. And if you wish to stand in front of a mirror and do this, do so. If you wish to be in front of running water or a pond, it does not matter. But I would like you to stand with me on this. I want the earth beneath your feet. I want the heavens above you. You are the foundation. You are the connection. With your feet grounded. Nice, even, natural breaths. I want you to breathe easy. I want you to breathe nice. I want you to breathe freely. Let your body be natural and calm and relaxed. in this relaxed meditative state, I want you to take three deep breaths in through your nose, filling all of your lungs. Keep them full until they're ready to burst. Slowly exhale. A second time, let's do it again. And a third time. As we've breathed deeply, measured and well felt, allow your arms to come up to shoulder height. I want your palms facing inward as if your hands were the mirror that you're looking inside with. Keep your palms facing towards your body. I want them to act not only as a mirror, but as a recycled loop. And as we keep breathing, as we allow ourselves to stay in this natural relaxed state, our arms up without any kind of tension, without any stress, just nice, comfortable, having our arms extended out and our palms facing toward us. With each breath, I want you to feel that earth energy come from the ground, through your body, circulating out towards your hands. 
as that energy circulates, feel the warmth, feel the flow radiating through you, through your hands to that space in between your arms and your body. Now as you stand here, relaxed, naturally breathing, calm and collected, you might start to feel pressure or a pulling or magnetism within the space that you're holding with your arms and your hands. Acknowledge that space as your spirit, as you. And what I want you to do right now is to fully embrace yourself. I want you to hug you. And with that hug, I want you to release that trauma, that defining impression that ashamed aspect, that betrayal that has stained who you thought you were. And right now I want you to hold you in a sense of peace and love. I want you to know acceptance, forgiveness, and gratitude for where you've been, who you are, and what has made you thrive and flourish. And as we are still relaxed, naturally breathing, calm and collected, I want you to extend your arms up, stretching your body, stretching your torso, stretching your legs, and release all that is out of alignment with you. Shake it off, shake your body, shake your arms, shake your legs, after all that shaking and that movement, that powerful hug. I want you to come back center, calm, feet planted on the ground, that firm foundation, open to receiving earth and love from Gaia. Open and to receiving cosmic love source and higher self all in all circulating and rejuvenating you stay blessed my friends this is SK McQuaid signing off coming at you from Wade Enterprise because remember we are in this together Take care, y'all.